Welcome. You're listening to a special mini episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with Shreyas. And let's talk mini sports. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another, or actually our first mini episode of Amateur Hour. That's right. We are condensing our content into little bite-sized chunks that'll be easier. Say you have a shorter drive to work. Say you have less time in the day. Now you can still hear our beautiful voices in only 30 minutes. We have a recurring, a segment that we used to do a couple episodes ago, coming back today. It is a special episode of The Gauntlet this week. But before we get into that, to keep things light, to keep things fun, me and Shrey are going to go through two personal weekly highs. That's right, no lows this week, but two weekly highs. Shrey, would you like to start? The Weekly Highs. Yeah, with the personal highs, that's the one we're going with today. We at the house started to do a lot of growing of plants and vegetables and things like that so mostly what we did was we did sunflowers and they started to bloom all this week oh that was really cool like they're all like there's a bunch that are like you know five six feet tall and just like perfect yellow and so it was like having a little i don't know you know those like gardens that you can go to and then you take pictures of all the flowers but like at home and like we don't really have the space for like oh like a flower garden, garden? like a yeah. uh yeah a flower garden I, what do you call that is that what an flowers. emporium is huh? is that an emporium an emporium no a terrarium maybe no oh maybe no isn't that i think like that has a... animals yeah um, i think they're just flower gardens like you said but okay we don't have enough space for uh a garden so we just have a bunch of pots and we do a lot of pot planting and stuff. So we have a bunch of sunflowers growing there. Those all bloom. Those are all look really good. And then we started to grow like this squash plant, a uh, summer squash plant. And I think halfway through it growing, when we were doing work around the house, it collapsed on oh. itself and my mom like saved it. She like tied like some string and kind of pulled it up to, to, to try to save it. And a day or two ago, we finally got our first full grown squash. It was the only squash that grew, but it's a, it is a fatty. It is, oh. it is like eggplant emoji squash. Oh. Triple thick. Triple, like, ready ready for the, the cooking type of thing. And so my mom oh. made sure it wasn't, like, all bitter and stuff. She had a little piece of it, and she was like... Is it hot in here, or is it just me? <laughs> oh, my. You're talking about this eggplant. <laughs> no, no, we're talking about squash, people. This is this is no eggplant. This is... Uh, I was thrown off by the eggplant emoji. Sorry, this is a yeah, this you a got, you squash. Got all, you got, yeah, you got all hot and bothered, but... <laughs> it's a squash people it's a squash it's a good squash full squash full yellow you know gray color and so mm. that finally we cut it off today because we were like oh, i don't want to get the animals in on this you know this good will yeah they they will they will get they will get all up in there they'll get all yeah. up in your squash business yeah we didn't even have like a fence or anything around it we just kind of planted it on the side of the yard and we when it collapsed we were like oh man now it's like just kind of out in the open so we like took its own leaves and tried to cover it so the animals wouldn't know and it was weird 
we get a lot of rabbits and we get a lot of squirrels and stuff and nothing wanted at it. So it was like perfect condition, which is really nice. It's nice. I'm glad that you guys are having a successful garden this year. Yeah, a great harvest. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> One squash. <laughs> no, you got more than just a squash. Oh, well, uh, vegetable-wise, yeah. But vegetable-wise, we just had a squash in, in, in totality. Yes, we got some flowers, we got some squash, we got a nice little fall thing going. But vegetable-wise, you literally got one squash. One squash, correct. Well, I'm glad it's thick. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. It is. I'm. It is. Yeah. It is roided up, ready to. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, cool. That's good. I'm. I'm. I'm glad yeah. for my personal weekly high. Uh, it is that I the the move is is upon us, and that's why we're doing a mini episode. But I think honestly, doing mini episodes sometimes would be fun. Yeah, um, I think it's a, a break from the the bigger content. You know, get one of these bite-sized pieces going i like the idea well, bite-sized pieces yeah i i do i do like our longer episodes and then next week we have uh more stuff for you guys so yeah. very exciting but i'm also excited to do the gauntlet but yeah so i i am excited to move um i'm excited to decorate i'm not gonna lie uh we've talked about it on the show before but you know furniture is expensive i think the biggest piece that i have to buy right now or i have two pieces i have to buy a coffee table and i have to buy a desk Mm. so you know that's and you want a good desk you know that's that's worth the investment for sure especially because you really you know take full advantage of your setup right so Mm -hmm. how is that gonna work are you gonna like are you bringing all those monitors and the oh oh yo straight oh i'm bringing my full battle station don't 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 get it twisted oh perfect yeah, full battle station is going to be there. And two, actually, so so we have an extra room in the house. And since I'm doing the voice acting stuff, which, again, still waiting on those demos, they should be here soon. But yeah. I'm going to turn that into a little, like, home office studio, do a bunch of soundproofing. So I'll actually be able to record at home, which is going to save me a ton of money and also yeah. make me a ton of money because that way I don't have to pay for studio fees. Yeah. Are you going to do the thing that I see some YouTubers do where they have, like, those panels Yes. And they don't put them like they don't have to put them like all on the wall, right? They just put maybe like a 3 by 3 or a 4 by 4 area on each side or something and they that kind of works. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah, similar to that. I think I'm going to hang some or kind of like stand up um some soundproofing blankets as well. Um apparently mm. that's like a good like DIY little just tactic. Yeah. So in the corner of the room and I think this is this is a room that is not facing the street, which will be great. Oh, uh, nice. And then I'll be able to, you know, just kind of like corner off a section of the room and make that like my little like, I don't know, hovel cave. So I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. And you know how sometimes, you know, you peruse through Instagram and you always see ads for, you know, stuff, cool artwork and things like that. I'm yes. finally able to like buy it. Oh, yeah. You got to You got to get a lot of. But do you know how much wall space you have? Are you going to be able to put up a like lot a, of posters like a lot, stuff? like a lot of. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of wall space. Yeah. Get some like good movie posters, like your favorite movies. And yeah, you got to get those sports posters up there. Oh. But then, you know, also the ones that are like, you know, the decorations, like a live, laugh, love kind of thing. I want to put up one of those. Are you going to put up the cat uh, hanging? Just hang in there. The cat. Just hang in there. Yeah. Some motivational speech. Yeah. Some like white girl motivational quotes. Yes. <laughs> live, laugh, love. <laughs> I, it, makes, it reminds me of that. Um, What is it? The, the progressive ad? With that guy that teaches you not to be your parents. Is that progressive or is that? Those are, yes, I think that's progressive. Those right? are awesome. And, and or Geico. Like, 
No, I think it's progressive. And he, Is it progressive? he throws okay. out, he's like, do we need a poster that says live, laugh, and love? And everyone is like, yes. And he's yes. like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I laugh every time at that. Those those commercials are very good. Geico, Geico also has great commercials. Geico has great commercials, but that that guy, oh, my God. The progressive ones are just like a tier above. They're just, yeah, so good. Very good. All right. Well, let's get right into those meat and those potatoes. Shrey. You're doing the the heavy lifting today, so I'm gonna I'm gonna sit back and enjoy the show. Let us know what's going on. Yeah, so we decided this week during our you know first mini episode to to bring back that great gauntlet segment that we did mm-hmm. specifically doing the NBA season when we went through each position on an NBA starting lineup, and Max found five similarly ranked players. And said, Trey is here. Let's figure out who you're starting. What two players would you bench? And so you're keeping on the team, but you're not starting them right away. And then which player out of this the group would you cut? Now, you know, we bring it back for the NFL season, which is starting up in a little bit. And I wanted to go through each division as a recurring segment and go through each quarterback in each division. Some are going to be easier than others, some divisions. But <laughs> there are going to be some divisions where, you know, you're getting down to the nitty-gritty and it's a good discussion point. So let's 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 start from here and the first division that I wanted to go through was the AFC East. And that is a division that both Max and I hold near and dear to our heart being from Massachusetts. We are diehard Patriots fans. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to start there. So Max your options okay for the afc east quarterback gauntlet are and so we can kind of modify it a little bit because we still do not have a specific starter for one of these teams but it's up to you how you want to modify it okay okay so the bills quarterback is josh allen oh okay the miami dolphins quarterback is tua tagovailoa Oh, yeah, okay. The Jets quarterback is going to be Zach Wilson, rookie quarterback. Okay. From BYU. And the Patriots quarterback, there's still not much, you know, report about who's going to be the specific starter for week one, but all signs point to Cam Newton. So I will let you choose whether you want to use Cam Newton or you want to use rookie Matt, Mac Jones for this gauntlet. And okay. if you want to, you know, modify based on either, go ahead. But if you want to just pick one and stick with it, go ahead as well. So Max, mm. what do you think about your starter? Okay. Well, okay, wait, wait. So I'm going to I'm going to pick right now because how mm-hmm. I pick for the Patriots is going to drastically affect no, I mean, like, really, uh, I mean, based off of preseason alone, right? Uh, you know, Cam is on COVID protocol, but regardless, I mean, I'm, so I'm going to use... he just came back. He just came back, but I'm going to yeah. lo- use last... I'm going to use 18 completed passes, Mac Jones versus okay. terrible season Cam Newton. Perfect. So go ahead with Mac Jones. Huh? Yeah, because Cam Newton would... I mean, that that's my cut right there. I, I, know, I know that Zach Wilson is a rookie, but... Mm-hmm. According to reports, he's been very impressive. I haven't seen any Jets preseason games. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but according to reports and his stats, he's been impressive. And that 
again, puts him a rung above already, Cam Newton. So, mm-hmm. Shrey, for my starter, yeah. uh, I got to go. I got to go with Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. I mean, one, he's a stud. Two, he's gotten drastically better every single year. Three, I have a personal affinity towards him because he was my quarterback that carried me to a first place finish in fantasy football last year. So, if you yeah. picked him too, that was huge because I'm pretty sure in fantasy drafts, his ADP was pretty low for where he ended. I'm pretty sure he was a top two or three quarterback, if not number one in most leagues. And I'm pretty sure you could have gotten him in the late rounds, like seven, six, seven, eight type of thing. I think, so, I think, I, I think I took him six or seven. So, that's an unbelievable value for you right there. Yeah. Yep. I got to go back and I got to figure out who was, I got to like check who's on my team. Cause that, mm-hmm. that was awesome. Um, and we'll talk more fantasy too, as we get into kind of that final draft stage, but carry on for sure. And after, after we talk about, you know, our, our preseason thoughts and our power rankings and things like that. Right. Uh, so yeah, so I got to go with Josh Allen. Um, he, I mean, a really solid playoff run last year, really solid playoff run the year before, um, you know, he just he throws it really well. He's got great vision. He's got really solid decision making, and I have no doubt that this year he's going to be better than he was last year. Mm-hmm. I mean that, that pretty pretty cut and dry. I don't know if you agree with that, but yeah, that's pro- probably the sh- most sure bet you can make is that Josh Allen will continuously get better at the things that he's already good at, and that I think we've seen year upon year that he's able to improve about a lot of his deficiencies as well. So I totally agree with you there. So for my bench, I have Tua, I have Zach Wilson and I have Mac Jones. Okay. So talk about benching Mac Jones or sorry, cutting Mac Jones here. Well, no, I don't know if I'm going to cut Mac Jones. Actually, I have not made. Oh, my oh okay. Okay. I okay. was going to, no, I was going to cut Cam Newton. Uh, like I was saying, like if Cam Newton was my, was the pick like got if they it, didn't have the two just, quarterbacks. you were just explaining the options you had left all right Ooh, this is kind of it's a tough choice because you took out the opportunity to get the charbet cut for what you said yeah so you have some kind of not as much transparency with how zach wilson and mac jones are going to do on an nfl scale so you got to kind of have to pick on potential here and Tua, that, that's, very young yeah. as well. These are all really young quarterbacks. So, yep, I was about to say all these guys are young. All these guys are, you know, because two. This is going to be Tua's second year. It's going to be Mac Jones's first year. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. Zach Wilson looks like he's twelve. I got. I got to say, <laughs> he looks like he's twelve. Um, even though he's twenty-two, <laughs> he looks like he's twelve. Uh, Mac Jones, I think. I think he could be good, again, based off of his preseason, but I don't know how he's going to hold up in the regular season. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, okay, I'm going to bench Tua. I am because I was impressed with his performances last year. And now that he doesn't have to compete for that quarterback spot, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to, I'm going to put him on the bench. Um, I like him. I like how he plays. He, I, I think, had some really strong performances, and you can see a lot of potential within this guy. Um, you know, he, he's athletic as a quarterback, too, which I like. Uh, that is actually one thing I got to say that is going against Mac Jones is he's not, not that he can't run, but he's not that like new age Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson type quarterback. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, do you know, and I actually don't know, is Zach Wilson, does he, can he run or no? Who? Zach Wilson. 
Zach Wilson has some wheels. I think, though, he's most known for his arm. His arm talent mm. is off the charts. So mm. I think he's definitely more mobile than Mac Jones, if that's the comparison you want to go for. Yeah, but, kind of. But his ability to sling the football is what wowed a lot of people, especially at the Combine. Um, there's right. this one throw that he goes, I think he rolls out to his left and then throws like a 60-yard dime to his right and you can hear everyone go whoa like that's the type of arm talent we're talking about with zach wilson right okay so so you're gonna bench two up so what are you gonna think about for the two rookies you know what not that i'm low on mac jones but based Mm -hmm. off of what you just told me and and, Mm -hmm. okay but i gotta say that mac jones also has like i feel like he has solid arm talent i feel like his you know so yeah so the one thing is that i my personal thing is I don't know how much he will be able to use just considering the system he's in. Yeah. Right. We're a, we're a very conservative run first type of system. Offense. So there's yeah. not going to yeah. be a lot of long shot options that maybe Zach Wilson will be able to show because he's in an offense that's not as restrictive. Right. So yep. I don't think, mm. I don't know if that's something we should hold against Mac because it's not based on his talent. It's what Bill wants him to do. And what Josh wants him to do. So, yeah, I think I'm just understanding that. Yeah, no, no, I think you're right. But again, for the sake of the gauntlet, I I wouldn't hold that against him. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think based off that and I'm not don't get me wrong, I'm not low on Mac Jones in any way. I think Christ, he's probably going to come out and be better than Cam. (laughs) Right. I literally watch. I watched like I just watched some footage from the preseason and I just watched the two and even in the training camps. Cam still looks like he like hurts every time he throws the football. It's Mac difficult. Jones, I saw him throw. I'm like, ooh, ooh, that's smooth. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It's it's difficult to watch him watch Cam Newton throw the football. It's he, like, not hurts. gotten better over the past year. Yeah, no, it hasn't. So I'm <laughs> I'm I'm low on him, and it sucks too, Shrey, because we talked about this before that we made so many like <laughs> trades and moves in the off season that we look like we could be set up for a great year. Mm-hmm. But who's at the helm? Who's the most important, arguably, in some ways, the most important like role in the field is subpar. That's a great that's a great point. We've made it a bunch of times throughout the offseason, especially before the draft and after the draft, too, when we first saw that Mac Jones was going to be a Patriot, is that would Bill give a rookie, right? We usually, as a team, feast on rookie quarterbacks because Bill has this idea that you can't just start a rookie right away. Tom Brady didn't start right away, so why should you know a rookie quarterback? Right? Would Bill give the opportunity to a rookie quarterback straight away? And mm-hmm. it seems like what we thought back then with mm, probably not, as much as we'd like to say that Mac Jones has gained a lot of traction in the past couple of weeks, especially with training camp and preseason, that seems to not have budged in any sort of case. And Cam is still getting reps as the starter, regardless of how many reps he's getting. He's still mm-hmm. getting, he's still starting off training camp practices. He's still starting off joint sessions. Mm-hmm. And then he starts off these preseason games so that you're, you're basically going in acting like he's the starter. Right, he doesn't need to work on himself like Mac Jones does, and that's why Mac yeah. Jones maybe gets twenty or thirty reps. So that's who you're kind of going up against, and that's probably what's gonna. If it does hold us back, that is probably what's gonna be the deciding factor is that quarterback position. Yeah, 
Treyas, I think I've made my decision. Let's go for it. Read it all out to us. All right. So I am starting Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bench Tua, and I'm Mm going to bench Zach Wilson. And Mac Jones, I'm going to cut. I'm going to send him to Home Depot. Listen, not because he's not a nice guy. I love the cigar energy on his first, you know, when he got drafted. That was great. Seems nice. I like how he can throw the ball. But if we're looking objectively at him versus Zach, I'm going to say probably that Zach is just that slight edge above. Mm. And like you said, and I didn't know anything about Zach's run game, but based off of what you told me, that helps influence my decision. Because, again, the, the league, just like any sport, the sports are always changing. And with, you know, versatile running quarterbacks being such a hot commodity right now and such an effective tool for winning, again, unless you're Tom Brady, because <laughs> that man will win no matter what. But if you're not Tom Brady, being able to run is what's going to set you apart. Yeah, well, that's the way the league has been going. And because the league is going in that such a fashion, it's starting to affect how teams win. And the better that type of quarterback plays the more that team wins so it's not yeah. kind of like this like michael vick one off anymore or randall or randall <laughs> cunningham one off anymore and you know, right oh, you got either joe montana on one side you got randall cunningham the joe montana is usually beat out because those are the quarterbacks that were the more stable type and now it sounds like it has just totally shifted the more stable type of quarterback yeah. to win with has been the more mobile and the more running mm-hmm running for his quarterback so we'll see if they hold up that's the one thing about running quarterbacks is their durability yeah but that's actually a good point yeah you know that for a season as long as they're healthy that's right now has been a really good chance to win with them so yeah so max yeah. may i present you with what i feel okay sure yes it's present my... me your opinions yes so like you max i will be starting josh allen I mean, I he's just, yeah, he's just, he's just cut. I mean, this one was kind of easy yeah. for the starter because he really is just a cut above. Just an un- unbelievable talent considering he's like 6'4". He's like massive. He's like 6'4", 250. Like he's a freaking truck, right? So yeah. It, his ability to be sturdy in the pocket, not like, you know, break off tackles in the pocket, move around, right? He's not, he, even though he's that big, he is deceptively fast. And a lot of the plays that he's able to make when they kind of break down and he can't get past his first or second read, he's able to make plays with his legs and pick up first downs that way. That's That was like all of last season, right? You could count yep. on first downs from Josh Allen and rushing touchdowns from Josh Allen. It just makes the defense go insane because they have to cover Stefan Diggs and, you know, the big tight end, like whoever they have, Tyler Croft, Dawson Knox, and – Gabriel Davis, and they have some good weapons, right? But then right. now you have to care about not just Josh Allen just kind of slinging it from the center, like the center of the pocket. Now you got to worry about, oh, is he gonna? Is he just gonna run this thing? Like, and so that's just a, a whole other factor that I believe that just sets him a cut above, like you said, from the rest of the quarterbacks in this division. And he's shown it year upon year that he can continue to improve. So that's a immediate start. Now, I'm going to switch up my bench a little bit. Okay. And I believe the the people that I, the, the quarterbacks that I want to keep on my bench right now are Zach Wilson and Mac Jones. Whoa. Yeah. Interesting. I okay. think, I think 
in this is tough, right? Because we've actually seen Tua in a small sample size, but we have seen Tua. And I, that can be good or bad, right? So like you have this perception of him because he's actually played NFL action, but I was a little bit concerned with how Tua was able to run the offense. Part of it has to have been nerves coming in halfway through the season for Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? They make the decision. <laughs> it kind of angers a bunch of the veterans on the team. and But they got to see what they got in this kid, right? He's been out for a long time with the hip. He's finally mm-hmm. healthy. Let's see what he can do. He was kind of rusty in the beginning, right? He 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 took him some time to figure out the offense. He's definitely really good. I can say with completing those sure passes, right? The the screens and the the kind of wheel routes and like the short like first down type of passes type like ten yard type of things. But yeah. Once it gets to the second level and you're trying to, you know, fifteen, twenty yards away, I have some concerns with his accuracy and his ability to run the offense just just from what we've seen right yeah um he has the wheels i don't know how much i want to have him use them considering his deep injury history and how long that team had to wait plus also you know there was a lot of uncertainty coming out of the draft that's why he dropped that's one of the reasons he dropped and then they were even considering trading him in the offseason mm. in the case someone like a Deshaun Watson at the time was available, right? So there were there are concerns internally, I feel, that could come up again. And also as a as a health related issue. I'm not fully sold on Tua as a starting mm. quarterback for the future. So I because of that, I'm gonna cut him. But mm. okay. the reason why I want to keep Max, I want to keep Wilson and and Mac Jones is because I believe for their systems and kind of for that excitement factor, you want both of them on the field. Okay. I know that's a little bit of a cop-out considering that's not just the talent, right? But because they're rookies, I believe if they're the right choice for the team, they're a better choice than someone that I believe is not, I'm not sold on as the right fit for the team. Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah, that that's what I'm going for. I really like what I've seen from Mac Jones. There's been a bunch of throws that I've uh, seen videos of on Twitter. Um, just, you know, or that I've heard from, you know, kind of from the local beat about how he's just dropping dimes to James White and Kendrick Bourne and, and I guess his ability to also bounce back. You know, some yeah. people see kind of these kind of rough days where he's not, he's like maybe 10 for 10 for 20 or, you know, five mm. for 11 or something like that where you're like, eh, I mean, if Cam's throwing, you know, five, four for seven, if Mac is throwing five for 11, like 11, like it's not as good, right? But a lot of these cases, he may have a slow start, but he's able to kind of bounce back. And I really mm-hmm. like that from a young quarterback. I think that's like a huge part of it's just mental. Like you're not going to make every throw, mm-hmm. but if you can kind of, you know, get past your bad interception or your bad mistake and just start dropping dimes and, you know, putting your 
players in the right position to to go down and score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I think we're seeing early cases of that with Mac Jones. And same with Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, his ability to see the pocket, you know, if it's collapsing to kind of rush out, get out of the pocket and make a just a big time throw. I think we've seen that in a couple of preseason games. And his arm is like like second to none with this class of draft class of quarterbacks. I think that's the right amount of excitement that this Jets teams needs. I think they have some weapons. They got Corey Davis. They have like a committee backfield that's still kind of iffy, right, with how, what they have around him. But I think if anyone is going to make their team better, it's probably going to be Zach Wilson. And he's going to he's, – he's, I'm assuming, just based on potential, he's going to do better than Sam Darnold just straight away in making his teammates better. So that's all I'm going off of. You know, Shrey, that's fair. That's fair. I, I, I appreciate your analysis. Um, I think for me and my decision, I think it was my decision was made again, Mac Jones and, you know, Zach Wilson, very similar based off of what you said. I mean, I, I think I was also is more like the recency bias, right? Because mm-hmm. again, like you said, I've, we've seen to a play mm-hmm. and I saw him have some really, really great games. And I've seen a lot of people be really high on him. And I didn't realize the injury risk. Actually, I wasn't even thinking about that factor as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you bring up a good point, but I, I'm going to stand by, I'm going to stand by what I said. Um, yeah, I think course. that he's still, you know, I think that now again, that he's going to have really the full reins, um, full control. I think that's going to, you know, ooh, and, and, you know, also too, I might be wrong, right? Cause th- he's yeah. getting thrown to the fire essentially. Yeah. So what, right. So there is that factor of like, he got thrown in halfway through a season. He had to learn the offense, but now he has a full off season. So it's kind of like, he feels like kind of in the same mode that Mac Jones and Zach Wilson are going through, like where right. even though he has the NFL action, he had to learn so much on the fly yeah. that it, I don't know how much was really just more his innate talent versus him understanding offenses and kind of reading the defense and things like that. So we'll see about yeah. that. But one thing I kind of harken back to is there was a game last year where Miami played Kansas City. And Miami for the first half right Tua was able to really kind of hang in there with Pat Mahomes like if you remember that game they were you know going back and forth like Miami even took a lead and yep. the Miami defense which is unbelievable last year was stopping Pat Mahomes Pat Mahomes was throwing picks I think he had three picks in that game yeah so but that first half Miami you were like holy crap they're gonna beat the Chiefs and this is a kid who's played like a couple of games then that second half right when things start to tighten up and people start to read in on you know the opposing quarterback better Tua wasn't able to kind of make those same adjustments and Kansas Kansas City took it away took it running away so I'm kind of uncertain about how Tua is able to adjust during games and you know, if people are kind of keying in on him more, what is he able to do with the football? But that's something like with Mac and like with Zach. Bars. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we are going to see a lot more of this upcoming season. So, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, good stuff. I am thoroughly sweating. It is very hot where I am recording. Oh, but that is all good. I'm and I'm only going to sweat more. Yeah. We're only going to sweat more. You know, heat is the silent killer, Shreya. So make sure everybody listening that you stay cool. Uh, thank you for tuning into this 
this week's mini episode of Amateur Hour. We'll have more content at your way shortly. But until then, you've been listening to a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with Shreyas. And we will see you next time. Peace.